0: vaccine rollout in Kansas is beginning, but we're not in the clear just yet. On this episode, find out why continued use of masks, physical distancing, lots of hand washing, and more should continue.
1: Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JoCo On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home.
0: Thanks for joining us for Joko on the Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County Government. COVID-19 vaccines are making their way to the state and the county, but distribution of the vaccine is happening in phases, so it will take some time for the vaccine to reach everyone. With more on that, we have with us Johnson County Department of Health and Environment Director, Dr. Sami Ariola. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Well, first off, can you just tell us the latest on the vaccine distribution for Johnson County?
1: The uh, first of all, we are uh, very um, happy uh, about this uh, development. Um, it's been it's been a long journey trying to um, control the spread of this virus, so it's pretty uh, 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 good news for us to see that uh, the Pfizer BioNTech uh, vaccine uh, starting to be shipped uh, across the country over the weekend. Um, this week, we expect the Moderna version to uh, be approved and to be shipped uh, soon afterwards. Um, uh, we do know that uh, the state, uh, KDHE, is, uh, is uh, following largely the CDC's uh, uh, criteria for prioritization. So the, in, in the 1A group, the top group, uh, are healthcare workers as, as well as uh, residents of our long-term care facilities, we uh, know that this first round that the state uh, received uh, around 24,000 doses, and those are shipped uh, to about five different uh, locations across the state, and those are heading to again uh, frontline healthcare workers. And um, as soon as the uh, Moderna version is available. Uh, There'll be more that's going towards our residents of our long-term care facility. The one thing to keep in mind about the um, Pfizer version is uh, it does require ultra cool uh, temperature, uh, but once it's thawed, it's gotta be administered within five days. So all of those are uh, taken into consideration in terms of the logistics, but pretty happy that those are uh, being made available. Uh, Very good development, not just for for the state of Kansas, but for, for Johnson County.
0: All right. And so all of the coordination of who's getting the vaccine and which providers are, are distributing or administering the vaccine, is all that handling being happen, happening here in Johnson County, or is the state handling that, or how is that, that being divided?
1: The, the primary decisions as to where that goes is handled by uh, the state, uh, by the state. Uh, but we are in close uh, coordination with them. Uh, we've had a staff that has been Meeting with them, we um, uh, have been working with uh, our healthcare providers, with uh, our long-term care facilities, and there's also coordination with the with the pharmacies, uh, so that uh, the providers are working directly with uh, with uh, uh, pharmacies, Walgreens, CVS, and others. Again, uh, the idea is to try not to. uh, leave everything to the local health department, and uh, it's a massive undertaking, and that would be um, that would be challenging. But the way that's planned is we've had providers that have been registering and uh, having co- uh, uh, coordination with the CVS, Walgreens, and other pharmacies around here, and that should make it uh, seamless. The coordination again is by KDHE, uh, working very closely with, with us and other local health departments.
0: So just one more question about the vaccine. Will there be some sort of master list of providers that people need to access or do they go to their regular doctor and ask for it at some point?
1: Right, so the, the, before the vaccine can become available to everyone, it's still going to take uh, a few weeks, uh, perhaps a few months. Uh, the state of um, Kansas, for example, expecting about 150,000 doses between now and the end of the year. But again, those are going to be targeted towards the priority groups um, uh, healthcare workers, residents of uh, long term care facilities, people with pre existing conditions. Uh, uh, first responders, uh, EMS, all of those are going to be targeted first, um, and before it gets to be uh, available, at which point I expect, for uh, for example, for us to have an ev- even bigger role in terms of uh, distribution. But going to your healthcare provider right now um, it, it's not it's not recommended. Uh, I think uh, again, uh, healthcare workers in the front line that work uh, in different organizations, and that's defined pretty broadly. That includes healthcare workers at the local health departments. that include healthcare workers at some of our long-term care facilities, skilled nursing homes, and all of those. Those are going to get it, get it but they're gonna get it in, uh, in a, a coordination or collaboration with their employers. So the average person who does not fall into that group, we just have to be slight, uh, a, a little patient until it becomes more widely available. The good news is even outside of Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna, there are other vaccines that we expect to be on the market. This should be widely available by the time we get to February, March, and it should be easier for people to to get.
0: And when you hear about the vaccine, you think, okay, I can finally get rid of my mask, but that's not the case. Can you talk a little bit about why it's important to continue those safety precautions?
1: Right, so so we are um, very, very um, happy that um, uh, for the first time in this uh, fight against uh, this virus, that we do have a tool that potentially would be very important to uh, helping us uh, take uh, firm control over the spread. Um, That's gonna take a while. We need uh, uh, 70, 80% of our population to be um, uh, vaccinated before we get the so-called population immunity. That's going to take a while to get to that level. Uh, before, prior to that, again, uh, the average person, you and I, we need to continue to do the things that that, um, that, that we have been doing. So the good, the good thing, again, is the, the, the vaccines are very uh, effective uh, and safe. And, but right now, because of the limited quantities, we are targeting um, the high-risk group, healthcare workers. As people that are 65 years or older, people with the pre-existing conditions—all of those are going to. It's going to take a while logistically to deploy those. Plus, we are still really um, at the mercy of how many of these uh, vaccines that we have that's available. The companies are doing their best to uh, produce more. So, in the next uh, five, six months, if we are able to get 70, 80 percent of our population to uh, take this uh, vaccine, we're going to be in better shape. And there may be some of these uh, things that that I think are smart things to continue. It's always a smart thing to wash your hands the proper way. Uh, It's always a smart thing to not necessarily shake everyone's hand and fist bump. So those those I expect, um, I will continue to encourage people to do, but right now, masking is as important as it was two months ago, as important as it was three months ago, maybe even more important in the next couple of weeks, As we are beginning to see some of the impacts of the gatherings over Thanksgiving, and then we're entering into Hanukkah, uh, um, uh, Christmas, and the holidays, and expect more gatherings. And uh, especially as we do all of these things in the indoor environment, we expect cases to 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 increase. We expect hospitalizations to increase. We expect demands on other hospital resources, ICU ventilators to increase. The one way that we can work together to ensure that you and I, when we still have reasons to go to seek medical care, when uh, we have reasons to uh, go and see a doctor, that there are, are uh, opportunities and space for the healthcare workers to take care of, of us is for us to continue to wear masks, to physical, uh, physically distance, to wash our hands, avoiding large crowds, staying home when we're sick, because we do know that our hospitals are either at or very close to capacity. And those things are going to be um, stretched they're going to be tasked even more in the next few weeks. Uh, the the, the, uh, the pre, uh, projection is that January might be the more difficult month. And, and that's saying something because we've had some really difficult times. So uh, if you play your role and I play mine, if we do all of these basic things that we have all been doing, especially right now, I think for me, it, it's actually easier to do. It's a long tunnel. And the light is not quite as bright, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And these things that we are doing with uh, the vaccine being available, we know that we only have to do it for a, limi- a limited period of time. That's different from two, three months ago when we weren't so sure about the availability of vaccine. And so those things are important, even more important now, especially in the next few weeks, the next, next few months as we are trying to get a higher percentage of our population vaccinated.
0: All right, that's all very good information. I know that you're probably still hearing uh, some of the criticism too about mask use and uh, concerns that, that masks are not effective. So can you address uh, the science behind the effectiveness of masks?
1: Right, so um, uh, excellent question. Uh, one of the things that we have learned, uh, uh, one of many things in, uh, in responding, to, responding to this uh, pandemic is uh, the uh, benefits that uh, barrier mask, uh, cloth mask uh, present. When we started, we were pretty clear, I'm pretty sure about how, pro- how when I wear a mask, I am protecting you from me. And when you wear a mask, you are, uh, you are protecting me from you. Uh, but more recent evidence is uh, supporting the fact that my barrier mask is offering some measure of protection to me also, as much as it is protecting you from me. Uh, And uh, those are good. I think uh, the basic thing to see is, uh, from what we know about the virus, it's not just the heavy droplets, uh, in which case that uh, that is the basis of transmission, especially when you are closer to somebody, which is, again, the reason why we talk about the six foot distance is that there are scenarios where air, air bomb, uh, transmission is possible it's one it's a virus that I don't have to cough or sneeze by merely talking I could infect you so the the cloth mask and barrier mask basically break the the uh, the projection they slow it down or change the path. And that's all we really need. If we're able to change the path in a way that the droplets drops down to the ground or reduces the velocity at which it comes out or reduces the ability at which it spreads, those are very helpful. And that's what study after study continue to point out to us. Even in in Johnson County, we um, uh, approved the mask mandate on July 2nd. 10 days to two weeks after that, we saw, a change in the trajectory of the exponential uh, uh, increase. And then we were flat within a very narrow range for about three months. Those are the impacts of the mask. Uh, Also a study out of the uh, local university look at the overall impact across the state That was published in MMWR, which is the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, publication that just highlights some of the key findings in our field. And that does show that wearing masks and the mask mandate were very impactful. And so, again, um, next few months, that's going to be critical until we get to a place where we have enough vaccine to uh, vaccinate a majority of our population, Uh, masks do work. It is absolutely the most uh, important tool that we have available to us. And like the CDC director said a few weeks ago, that mask may be more important or as important as the the vaccine. Again, more because we don't have the vaccine yet. And even when we have the vaccine and we slowly uh, go about vaccinating people, still the the easiest tool that's available to us right now is mask.
0: And I know one of the other criticisms that you've you've heard, of course, is is that um, that that mask can be difficult for some people to wear and potentially dangerous um, because it makes it difficult to breathe for some people. I, and we of course know that there are some some individuals who have legitimate health concerns where mask use is is not necessarily a good idea. Can you talk about um, the safety of wearing a mask long term? You know, during a day.
1: Right. Uh, So so by and large, I think the general statement to to be made and for people to understand is masks are safe. Um, We have uh, people who wear masks for several, several hours a day, uh, albeit in medical settings. They wear them 19, uh, 20 hours walking through that. Oh, yes, part of the mask mandate did take into consideration different exceptions children younger than five, people with certain uh, medical conditions, and those people should not wear masks. Uh, sometimes it takes um, getting used to, and that's one thing that we have to know. We're not used to wearing masks every time. So, uh, uh, I mean, is it is it, it does it present a situation where you are as free as if you are not wearing masks? No, is there elements of discomfort there? Absolutely, and we want to acknowledge that. And, um, but right now, based on where we are, given the uh, scenario, given the risk that is posed by this virus, the prudent thing to do in spite of this discomfort is to put on our masks.
0: All right, good information there too. And we know that county has some additional masks, uh, a surplus of those. And, And because this is so important that the, the community wear masks when they have to be out in the public. Um, I understand that the health department will be di- distributing some of those masks to vulnerable populations. Can you talk a little bit about that effort?
1: Yes, that, uh, that is uh, uh, one of the things that um, we are working on doing. Um, uh, we do understand, again, that um, um, uh, th- there are different challenges. Uh, part of that is, is getting the mask Part of that is having enough masks so you can change or wash some of them and then have um, an, uh, other pairs to put on. Part of that is just making it easier for families to do. We do absolutely recognize the, the challenges that the pandemic uh, pour, uh, has posed to, 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 to our residents. And so we are looking at different opportunities to uh, be able to um, assist and provide masks to our population. Again, underscoring the fact that even with the good news about the vaccine, the mask in the next few months is very, very important for us in terms of being able to prevent uncontrolled spread of the virus. So we're looking at uh, distributing masks to our vulnerable population. We're looking to work with our partners um, um, uh, across the county to do that. We're looking at opportunities to distribute masks um, uh, when people get tested. We're looking at opportunities to provide masks uh, 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 with our homeless population. We're looking for opportunities to distribute masks with uh, uh, in, uh, to our low socioeconomic status uh, uh, groups in the community, to our essential workers and minority groups. And, uh, and we're working on that. And if anyone out there has a need for masks, or you have an opportunity to get these masks to our population, do not hesitate to reach out to us. We will be glad to work with the emergency management and provide those masks. We want the masks to be readily available across the county. And and we're going to work really hard and do our best to, to ensure uh, precisely that.
0: All right. And just a, a final question. Since you men- mentioned testing, I want to make sure that people understand that testing is still very much available and um, you're still encouraging testing. And we have lots of different different opportunities around the county if you want to talk about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, testing uh, continues to be a primary tool uh, uh, in our efforts to control, control this virus. It's also very important to you um, as we have the, the risk of contracting the virus is highest now than at any point in the past. But we also have more testing now than at any point in the past. So first uh, at, our, at our health uh, services building here for several weeks, the number of slots that we have available that you can book uh, one on uh, jokogov.org Uh, slash coronavirus, it was for several weeks at 1,140 slots. Um, A Couple of weeks ago, we were able to boost that to 1,820. That's almost 700 additional slots per week. That's an increase. But then we have been working with the state KDHE and we have sites that are set up, one at the Church of the the Resurrection um, at the Johnson County Community College, another at the uh, 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 Mission North uh, Mission North High School, and we're looking at a few other sites where you can go to go uh, gogettested.com/slash/kansas and book one of those uh, uh, slots to get tested. And the, the last week we had a highest number of residents tested in a week. I think that's a reflection of the availability of the test, especially uh, if you uh, are in any gathering, you should really consider yourself exposed. Uh, the virus, is, uh, the activity is pretty high in the county. If you're out there working and interacting with people, you should consider yourself, uh, you should get yourself tested and the opportunities are there. So we more than we were four or five weeks ago, we have more than double uh, the slots and double the opportunity to get tested. And I personally think the next two to three weeks, testing is gonna be very, very important. And uh, we are having so many cases, and I'm beginning to tell people that if you get tested and you um, get a positive uh, case, you should just, um, or you were in a gathering and you did not get tested, you should consider yourself positive a positive and consider uh, Self isolating for, for 10 days. And if you have been in contact with somebody who is a case or meaning who tested positive, then you should uh, consider uh, uh, quarantining yourself. And unlike in the past, when um, uh, it's a 14 day quarantine, that's still the best option. But, but then we have other options right now if you um, get tested from day six after after your exposure, and you are negative, you can be released from quarantine. That's a big change. In the past, our message was, you cannot test yourself out of quarantine. And if you don't get tested, and you want to be off of quarantine after 10 days, that's also an option there. So um, uh, there are opportunities to get tested right now, and you should take advantage of it.
0: All right. That's all great information. Thanks, as always, for for joining us and providing the latest on COVID in Johnson County. And to get even more information, go to jocogov.org forward slash coronavirus. Thanks for listening.
1: You just heard JoCo on the go. Join us next time for more everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JoCoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.